0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball.
1: Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. b 5 through five Raptors.
0: Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981.
1: High screen from Franz. Now Kell spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can
0: Now here's your host, Dante
2: Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you as we close out the final week before the All-Star Game here on Magic Drive Time on 96.9 The Game. And a little bit of a programming note, we will not have Magic Drive Time next week, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, as everybody's going to shut things down uh, during All-Star break. And we will return with Magic Drive Time next Thursday. So we'll return next Thursday as the Magic gets set to play the Cleveland Cavaliers, the first game of a three-game road trip and the first game back after All-Star break. We've got a lot to get to on this edition of Magic Drive Time, including a, a kind of a preview of what lies ahead. We're just a couple of hours away from Paulo Bancaro taking the floor in the Rising Stars Challenge, a Rising Stars game, and that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, they're in Indianapolis, All-Star weekend, and the Magic will be re- well-represented all throughout the weekend, so we'll get into all of that. But, Jake, it was very interesting. The latest installment of Magic Pod Squad. And Anytime you guys get an opportunity, you certainly want to check this out. All of the Orlando Magic Podcasts can be found on iTunes, on iHeart, uh, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify. And you, you want to subscribe, you want to follow Magic Pod Squad. But we had a good one with Pete Alessandro. I, I don't know how many people uh, have heard Pete's story maybe before. Uh, it's a very, It's a very interesting one, the executive vice president of basketball operations for the Orlando Magic. He's in his seventh season here in Orlando, but he's been a general manager. He ran the Sacramento Kings for a couple of years. Uh, He acquired Rudy Gay. He was there when they uh, acquired Rudy Gay, when they acquired Jason Terry. Uh, So he's made some big moves in his career. He was part of that We Believe team uh, in San Francisco. In San Francisco with the Warriors uh, out there in Golden State, and he tells an unbelievable story uh, about how that team almost didn't happen, what it took to get Baron Davis – uh, so they could go on that run. Uh, and we're going to play that for you. We've got an excerpt for you that we're going to play. It's an unbelievable story from Pete Alessandro. Uh, but my takeaway, Pete, is th- this: is a guy that's been there, done that. He's got a remarkable story. He's a great relationship guy. He's the numbers guy, right? So he is almost as responsible as anybody for you know for making the numbers work and setting this magic team up to be able to pounce in free agency, with, uh, making some free agent signings. Uh,
1: very interesting, very, very interesting background in the great interview. I found very interesting the the idea that, he, you know, without without us asking, he talked about how much of a people business it is. And, and he went back and told a story about relationships and how important it's been from the get go for him. And to be a capologist, you know, essentially or or the numbers guy um, and and to have built your career around that, the, the analytics and all of that. But still to emphasize the relationships and the people, I I would think after 20 years of doing it, everybody is just a a value, right? Like, that guy is $12.5 million a year. (laughs) Yes, yes. And that guy is 11 rebounds per game. Uh, Right, right. But if you talk to Pete for two minutes and you know that that's not the way that that guy works, um, obviously that's a really important component to it. But, you know, from Jeff on down, I think the the basketball operation has – a real knack for 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 protecting those personal relationships and developing them. Um, so, I yeah, it's, it, that guy is a really good t- storyteller. And I don't know if, yes, if most yes. general manager types across the league necessarily are. Um, no, I, I really enjoy talking with him. And you're right, like the story about Barron that we're about to play and about that We Believe team uh, in Golden State, Is I I think it's a really interesting story that I've never heard told before, but it also is really indicative of what happens at the trade deadline and even how these things have changed over the course of the last 15, 20 years since Pete first got into the business. You know, back in the day, it was, he he told us nobody had any of the information when he first got to Golden State. You had to say, How much is this guy making annually? It's not public. Okay, we'll call the league and find out. What draft pick protections do we have? Okay, we'll call the league and find out. Can you imagine in the day of draft pick protections and lottery protected and one through four? And if it doesn't convey in 2026 and it turns into two second round picks, can you imagine needing to go? and make a phone call to get all this yes. information before? Yes, exactly. Finishing. It's remarkable how much things have changed over the uh, uh, the past two or three decades or so, and Pete's been at the forefront of all of it. So um, it, it was good stuff.
2: And that's not terribly long ago. He got to Golden State and started in the NBA 20 years ago. In 2004 was when he started with the Golden State Warriors, and he got there, and Chris Mullen said there's no book, there's no explanation of the salary cap. They didn't know what picks they had. They didn't know what picks they had moving forward. It is absolutely remarkable uh, how far this has come, and and now there's people in their parents' basements that know everything about the salary cap, right? And, and and tweet about it uh, the entire time. It's all over social media. Any of that information uh, you're able to get, and again, you know, kind of in the infancy of the internet and, and able to get those things. So fascinating background, and and the the biggest story that we. That that we kind of took away from it was that that 06, 07 team, uh that eight seed, uh, the Golden State Warriors that upset the the top ranked Dallas Mavericks. That
3: team almost never happened. Here's Pete telling the story. I think like that we believe team almost like um almost like epitomizes like what the trade deadline looks like because we hadn't been in the playoffs in like ten years. Chris was one year on the job, um, and we get to the trade like Chris had been working a deal with normalists to try to get Baron Davis like we're talking a recent all-star guy yep. wanted out we got word that he wanted to be he would he was a California kid right so like he, would, had mm-hmm. played, he was from LA and he wanted to be with us we're like we can get Baron Davis so like, like this literally in our second season we're like 10 years without anyone we're really like we had a young team we had like Jay Rich. we had a really good young player sure. but yep. they yep. weren't ready yet Um, but there was a problem so as we're working the deal there's a problem he's a max contract and by the way at that time I think a match was like $13 million, which it is, is almost an average player's salary. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that, right? And so we're all stressed out because we're being told, like, by our finance, whatever, like, hey, to take Baron Davis's contract, you're going to have to move off money in the future because it's multiple years on this, and we can't be a tax team. We haven't been in the, play- been in the playoffs in 10 years, right? Fair enough. So, like, you can imagine at the front office, we're like, we are, com- with the whole league, we're called, com- how do we, Eduardo or a good player, by the way, so it's not like we're sending out a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure, sure. Really good player. And I mean, we're a couple of teams interested, and Mully's working the phone, and I'm trying to work the phones, and Rod's working the phones. And At the end of the day, it seems like there's only one real team there, potentially Denver. But we cannot get the Baron Davis deal done without moving Nahra as a separate deal. So we get to the deadline um, at, at the combing the entire league, and we're like 10 minutes before the deadline. It's silent. There is nothing. Right now, this is the point where every team at every deadline has their boards lined up. You're, you're waiting for like the dominoes to fall, right? And so like maybe something will happen and Denver doesn't work out with the deal they won. They So we're all kind of like sitting back just waiting inside. I'll never forget like our head coach comes kind of walk it in. And this was his first year coaching the NBA. I think it was his first or second. his first year. He walks in and we had this office suite and we're all sitting on the couch, literally like twirling our columns. Like there's nothing else we can do. It's silent. And he's like, nothing? I'm like- Got nothing, coach. And he walks out. So we're like, and we're just like, bombed. So the ball's in Denver's hands. I get a call from uh, the New Orleans GM. He called me. And I'm like, um, we're waiting. I, I got to be We're waiting. I, you don't try to tell them exactly what you're waiting on. because You're all, everyone's like hiding the ball. We're getting close up now. I'm like, honestly, like we're waiting on, on on another team. And he's like, what team? I said, it's Denver. And he's like, it's five minutes to go now before deadline. I go, I, dude, I don't think it's, I'll call you if it's going to happen. He's like, no, no, just put me on hold. So, really, obviously, he whatever he had going on isn't there. And Baron's like sitting, waiting. Yeah, waiting. So, I put him, I I put him on hold. I, in his suite, I'm like, I want to stay on hold. He's like, why? Well, okay, cool. So, I'm going to say there's like maybe less than two minutes to go before deadline. Now, we would sync our watches up with the league office back then. It's like before yep. deadline said Because right now everything's on the phone, right? But then it was right, right, right. I'm like, you got like, like 145 to go, and Molly's well, phone rings. And, and I think it was Kiki, it was someone from Denver. They're going to do the deal. He's like, you're going to do the deal? Yeah. But now, the way trades work is, to get a deal done, you have to call the league office with all parties on the phone, and the deal has to be, one person announces the deal to the league, and it has to be blessed by the league that this deal would work. It would, in fact, work. So they're crunching their numbers as they do it. Yeah. You got to get it all in before this... <laughs> you get a minute of 45 to do all that. Some had less than, he might even been like, it was so, I'm like, Rob, get on the other phone. I got I got New Orleans on this phone. She, she, them they were on the phone. Call Michelle, I'm going to call Andy. And then we're, and we're running like, it's insane, like literally, because like, it's a, this big office suite, there's three offices with like a main office, and we're like, the doors are open with, and all of a sudden, into the suite walks our coach, <laughs> and the look on his face, because he hadn't seen it before, he's like, I'm screaming, you got him, I got him. We're going back and forth. And What's I'm happening? I'm going. And literally, I, I, I get mind in second. So, you got the Nahara one in one phone, I have the New Orleans GM on the other floor, and I get in with another person in the league office, and she tells me, you made it with about 10 seconds. It's just fair. Like, literally, that's how close it was. Or the We Believe team doesn't even happen. Like, that's how it is that thing happened. Remarkable. What an incredible... That's the deadline. That's the And that line. And it's that's incredible. not... That that happens every year, something like that, right? Or I mean that's every every team, there's always a team that has some yeah, something happens last minute, Jake. Always think about that, Jake. Think about that. Not only
2: you had to have the Denver GM on the phone, right? So you had to have that. So you already had that. And now you got to track down the league. You got to get someone on there. They got to make the call, got to approve it. And this is all gonna happen in a minute and a half. That that is remarkable.
1: It's a, it's a, it's a crazy what if, and and it is. I, you know, I still don't understand. Like, why can't we figure out? Oh, I, I, I know deadlines make deals, but it feels like we'd probably save ourselves a lot of aggravation and probably a few years off the back end of Pete Del Centro's life if if we had figured if we had figured out a little bit more uh, organized way to do it, but. Um, but no, that's, that's how it is. And it is, it is still that way. There's still deals at two fifty nine every year, um, coming in. I want to see what the NBA league office is like. Do they have a phone open and representatives everywhere trying to get this stuff done, but, um, great insight. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I think warriors fans, um, are going to be interested to hear that story. That was a fun team. And then I, one of the most interesting parts is Won fifty game or forty eight games the next year, and they didn't make the playoffs. Talk about a low uh, Conference. Was it Denver? I was thinking while we were doing the interview. Wasn't it Denver? Was a fifty win eight seed the, the the next year? Think about that. I mean, that's I mean that's an unbelievably successful season
2: if you can win fifty games and to be to be rewarded as an eight seed is is unreal. unreal. So there had to have been such a disparity between the top eight, and then everything else must have just completely fallen off. Right. All right. I mean, it must have just been kind of. Uh, picking apart the bottom eight uh in that conference. But uh anyway, just remarkable. Great insight. And uh yeah, I think I think Warrior fans will get a kick out of that. And then Magic fans, you know, the this this front office has set this organization organization up very nicely uh moving forward. And it was funny, one more thing he said, you know, he, he started in the sports agency side. Comes out of college, works for an agency for seven years, and then Chris Mullen brings him into the NBA uh with the Golden State Warriors, but that's where he said to your point, he he saw the human element of things, right, got to see that these people are not numbers, they're not salaries, they're humans, and dealing with all that uh, from an agency side. But he said that to, when he first broke in, the person that called him has said, you know, I, I need you to answer phones, I need you to, you know, Lucarneseca, right, I, I need you to edit video, have you ever cut video before? And he said, no, I've never, you know, he, he never had done it, but he said, yeah, no problem, I, and I, it was everything in me to not tell
1: the Paul Kennedy story, right? Yes. I was about to make. I was about to ask you to tell the Paul Kennedy story.
2: <laughs> Paul Kennedy, television zone. These uh, opportunity comes up to call equestrian in London, and he had never done it before. And he said, "Horses are my life. Equestrian is my life." And I thought that is that is exactly the answer for yes. all of you interns or everybody trying to break in. Equestrian is my life. That is that is exactly how you break it in. Great you stuff it. with Pete uh, Pete D'Alessandro, and we're going to take a look at All-Star Weekend when we return to Magic Drive Time here in just a moment. Magic fans, join us for the Magic on the Yard game. See your Magic take on the Utah Jazz on Thursday, February 29th at Kia Center. Be a part of this inaugural occasion as we celebrate the distinguished role historically black colleges, universities, and the divine nine have played to shape generations past, present, and future. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com and listen to that interview with Pete D'Alessandro in its entirety. The latest installment of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: From the Bay Area to the city beautiful, the Golden State Warriors are making the cross-country trip to face off your Orlando Magic on Wednesday, March 27th. Be at Kia Center for this big game and catch all the action live as Paulo Banquero, Franz Wagner, and the Magic go up against Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and the rest of the Warriors during their only visit to Orlando this season. Don't miss out. Get your tickets today at orlandomagic.com and be ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance? Maybe decibels? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're gonna see a lot of this play. The game is on.
3: Just outstanding.
0: Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh,
3: my goodness.
0: Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Young Put
2: Dan. that on your
0: highlight. Oh, young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Bally Sports app.
1: Game, guys. Now listen up.
0: in business to have a winning streak you need a dependable partner by your side a lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded when it comes to agility and performance city national bank the official bank of the orlando magic has the playbook to help you take your best shot visit citynational.com for more information city national bank is member fdic The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on. What? Powerful performance in tough conditions. Ha, <laughs> ha, Yep, Dash Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive. Intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah. Bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third-row seating. A pano what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride right, X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Kia. Movement that inspires. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and or driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws.
1: It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live, And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat, whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute. With their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section and make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dumps. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic.
0: This is Paulo Carroll of the Orlando Magic and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game.
2: And welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. The festivities are about to begin out in Indianapolis. We're hours away from the Rising Stars game, which Paolo Bancaro will participate in, as will Mac McClung. So you have Osceola Magic, you have Orlando Magic, and then tomorrow night will be the uh, skills competition uh, with Paolo Bancaro. It will be a slam dunk contest with Mac McClung. He'll defend his title uh, I'm very intrigued by by that. We'll get into the slam dunk competition here in just a moment, and then his dream will kind of one of his dreams will be realized on Sunday when he takes the floor as an all star out there in Indianapolis Gainbridge Fieldhouse. It's going to be special, and Magic fans awfully proud of Paulo Ban Carroll. Let's get a look at our uh, call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit Glip.com. To learn more, I call the game. Paolo Banchero did not have to participate in this Rising Stars game, right? He was—he was—he's he was, the reigning Rookie of the Year. You knew that he would get selected to this game. It's a great thing for first and second year players. Uh, there's three teams. It's a little bit of a tournament style. Now you've had, it introduced seven players from the G League. Mac McClung being one of them, uh, third leading scorer there. It's a great way to showcase upcoming talent in the NBA. So he does not have to play in it once you're named an All Star. You don't have to participate in that. You, they they could have named a replacement, but he wants it all. He wants it all. He's a competitor. And I, listen, I to me, this is the un, you know the untold story of this whole thing. Like it's everybody in there that's his age, right? So it's, he's got a lot of friends that are going to be in that game. It's another night where you're kind of going to be on national television, where everybody's going to get a chance to see you, but you're going to rub elbows with with people your age that are going to be free agents about the same time you are and I just look at it like and not only is it fun for him and and he gets to be recognized on a national stage he
1: can maybe do some recruiting for us down here in Orlando for down the road right see the guy plays he played <laughs> 72 games his rookie year he missed i think it was yes. eight at the beginning of the of his rookie season with that ankle injury but and then what two at the end of the year when right, when, right. When, when they didn't matter um, and he's played all 55 games this year. If it's on the schedule, Paul Banquero is going to be there, and he's going to go. fall out, and that's just that's what that's what you and I love, I think, most about both he and Franz Wagner, um, especially in this day and age. But, but I I think he enjoys that stuff. I think he's not just doing it because he feels some sort of obligation. Um, I think you know he's obviously really looking forward to this weekend, and and the fact that he's able to play on Sunday, um, you know, sort of lightens, I guess, the emphasis. Um, on the Friday and Saturday festivities, but he didn't have to do any of this stuff. Yes, if you're to the, the Sunday game, you're gonna play. Um, but but th- 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 that dude is a dog. He loves basketball and he's a competitor. Like he's not gonna go out there and go through go through the motions. He's gonna no. to win that skill challenge. Dude, he's gonna try to win um, the uh, the the Rising Stars game as well. So it's just it it it's it's kind of in his DNA. If it's there, he's gonna show up and he's gonna ball. Well, and I and that's what I expect, and That is my call of the game. I think
2: he's going to win the skills competition. He was upset about how it went last year. Said they didn't perform well. You've got three number one picks in there. I love how the NBA did it. Right? You got Victor Wembanyama, Paolo Bancaro, and Anthony Edwards. And and you would think, okay, Anthony Edwards is smaller. He's got the speed aspect of everything. But I, I think this means a lot to Paolo. My call of the game is he's going to win himself the skills competition. And I and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a fun show in the process.
1: I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the dunk contest in Mac. I always am, but I think it's it, it, they've added a little uh, interesting element this year. Obviously, Jalen Brown doing it is fun. I was thinking about a call of the game going out on a limb and saying Paulo was going to be your Sunday game MVP. I think he might be a year or two off with yep, yep. Paolo coming out at the very least. Trying harder than almost everybody else on Sunday. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good point. So I can't wait to see what kind of performance he puts out because with that first, when you first step foot on that stage, it's, it's sometimes guys kind of back, you know, kind of True. pale away um, from those expectations and how bright those lights are. But I, I don't think that's going to be a problem with number five. He, he, he likes the lights as bright as they can be. Last thing you like the format, the new format, East versus West
2: in the All Star game on Sunday. Uh, to me, it's long overdue. That's where you maybe get some of those competitive juices. They have to do something to make this game watchable. The, and hopefully, hopefully,
1: maybe that uh, that that will help. The new old format? Uh, yeah, exactly. Did you see the video on Shaq Knight? Of, it got retweeted of uh, of the All-Star game where George Carl and the Western Conference All-Stars doubled and tripled down on Shaq. I didn't even remember that that had happened. And, and it became wow. a beef, right? Then, then the end of Magic went and played the Sonics later that uh, – um, that season, I think it was only a week or two later, and Shaq had like thirty and twenty or something. Like, yeah, that. Totally like it was they and and I was going. I can't even imagine a double or triple team being sent at at Paolo Bancaro or at Giannis or something or Embiid uh, if he were playing these days. It was it 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 was a different time then. I don't think we're ever going to get necessarily back to that. But you're right. Like we we have to stoke it somehow. And I didn't really. I wasn't crazy about the draft. I thought it was just sort of a make yeah. for TV thing. The East versus West. No, it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna, it's, you know, um, uh, be the foundation of of huge rivalries. But hopefully, there's a little bit of pride in in, in the conference, and you know, you get familiar with the guys. One of the things I used to love is that it was the only time you could see Shaq and Jordan on the same yes, team. Yes, and, exactly. And so you exactly. got guys who are competing with each other for the top spot in the conference, and right. now all of a sudden right. they're on the same team. So I I I really wanted them to go back to this. Really, since the time they announced that we were going to do the captains and the pick sides, um, I think this one's overdue, and this is the way it should be.
2: And maybe you appeal to the players. Listen, they're competitors. They don't want to be embarrassed, right? They don't want people turning off the TV sets. They're going to be there. They're going to play. You might as well play hard. And I, and I think you just go to them and say, hey, listen, this has got to be more competitive. Like, like, and maybe it takes a guy like Paolo to come in and say, I want the East to win this. As long as I'm an all-star, I want the East to win. And maybe that's what it takes. Something as, as, as simple as that because you got to get those – competitive juices back. I, you know, Wednesday was the 32nd, the 32-year anniversary uh, of the All-Star Game in Orlando when Magic Johnson came back. And you look at the end of that game. I mean, these were all close games. Magic came back. Remember, he had that one-on-one where he defended Isaiah Thomas, forced him to miss, and then Michael Jordan came at him and said, now it's my turn. And I mean, stuff like that is awesome. You know, I think that is great to kind of get some of those rivalries and those competitions that we'll remember forever. Uh, and that all has a chance to happen on Sunday. Jake, enjoy some downtime, my friend, and we'll see you on Thursday, right? Appreciate it, D. Have a good weekend. You too. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time. Remember, no show next Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday. We'll be back on Thursday, the 22nd, to get you ready for the Magic and the Cavs. Have a great time enjoying Paulo Carroll, Mac McClung, representing City Beautiful at NBA All-Star Weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.